This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, you guys. Welcome to the Inner Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I'm so grateful that you are tuning in today. We're doing a little solo episode, just me and you. I'm recording in the studio, so this is my first solo episode recording by myself in the studio because I've recorded with guests before, but this is actually my first time doing it by myself, so this is really fun, and as I've told you guys in the previous episode, if you want to tune in to the full video episode, you can actually watch this on YouTube, and it'll be linked in the description, but either way, so grateful that you're here today, and on today's episode, I kind of want to dive into manifestation and give you guys my five-step kind of like toolkit to help you manifest whatever you want. And I feel like I've just been having different conversations with friends recently about things that they wanted to manifest. And then I was giving them a few different tips on what they could do, how they could actually get to their manifestations. And so I just thought it would be really cool to do an episode about this because I haven't talked about manifestation in a little while and I feel like I know how to break it down in a pretty easy to grasp way. So we're going to dive right into it. I'll share you guys my five biggest tips to help you achieve the life that you want. And with that said, let's get into it and let's get growing. All right. So the first thing I want to say is that I first came into contact with manifestation how many years ago now? I want to say it was in 2018. So it's been quite a long time, like at least five years. And the first time that I came in contact with manifestation, it was actually because of my mom. So I had just finished my freshman year of college and my mom told me to watch the movie The Secret. I was in a pretty like open moment in my life where I had disconnected a little bit from my phone. I remember I was doing a social media detox and it was just like the perfect moment to watch that movie and it really opened my eyes. And it's super interesting to me to have seen how manifestation has kind of risen more to the forefront recently because when I first found out about manifestation, it wasn't a thing. Like if I turned to a friend and said like, oh, I'll manifest that for you, like my friend would be so confused because it wasn't something that we used to talk about. And so it almost felt like I had learned about this really amazing tool and didn't really have anyone to talk to about it and was also just kind of experimenting with it. So way back when, when I first learned about manifesting, I was just kind of using it for like little things. So I would manifest like a seat at the library or a spot for my car if I was going to go park somewhere, like little things like that, but I hadn't done like a conscious manifestation exercise. So that came into my life a little bit later down the line. I remember in the beginning of quarantine, that was really, as you guys know, when my spiritual awakening was like happening in full force. And that was also the first time that I did like a really conscious 
manifestation exercise. I remember one of the things I did was this big vision board of like who I am. So I basically printed out a bunch of pictures from Pinterest of like what represents me. And that really helped me develop a stronger sense of who I am, but also who I want to be. I thought that was really cool. And then that summer, I also did a course, which I've talked about on the podcast before. It's called Becoming the One. At the end of the course, they encourage you to do a few different exercises to basically get really clear about the kind of romantic relationship you want in your life. And so I did this journaling exercise and a vision board for my like dream relationship. And literally like a month after that was when I started dating Pedro, who's now my fiance. So it's been a journey and there has been so many other times where I have used manifestation as a tool in my life and I feel like now it's almost this like ingrained part of who I am. So whenever I want something new in my life or whenever I am transitioning into something else or I want change, I try to turn back to these five different steps that I'm going to go into as like my baseline, as my core because they help me get really clear about what I want and attract it into my life. And I'm excited to share it with you. So just thought I'd give a little bit of a backstory into like my own manifestation journey before we hop into the episode. But with that said, what is step number one? What's the first thing that you have to do to start manifesting? The first thing you have to do is get over your indecision and you have to make up your mind. You have to decide what do you want? The first step is the what. I recently have been talking to a friend who is considering moving cities. So she currently lives in New York and she's considering moving to California. And then she's exploring like different job options. And also like in her romantic relationship, she's been going on dates, but nothing seems to be really working out. And she's also not very happy in her current job, but wants something more aligned. And I told her, because you're considering all these conflicting options and because you are considering completely different sides of the country where you could be living in that might be the reason why you're not attracting the right partner or you're not attracting the right job because you're considering too many things and you're not really sure and specific with what it is that you want right because I was basically telling her like the moment she decides like I want to move to San Francisco I want to move to LA I want to move to this part of California then it's going to be way easier for her to get clear on the kind of job that she wants because she already knows where she would want to be based. Or that would make it even clearer to her that maybe now is not the time to focus on attracting a romantic relationship because she's not living where she's going to move to yet. And maybe her person is in this other part of the country. So getting really clear about what you want is the first step. You have to just decide And I think a lot of us want a lot of different things, right? Like I am a very multifaceted person. So I relate to this a lot where I want a lot of different things. And sometimes those things are completely opposite. And so the only times that I have really seen like very, very strong proof of manifestation in my life and also just like results from trying to manifest things, it has come from deciding what I want. So getting over your indecision is the first step. And I wanted to make that clear and just like start out with that because I think we forget that right if you want to manifest something the more clear you're able to get around what that thing is and what that dream situation would be like the better now the second step after you've decided okay this is what I want the second thing you have to do is 
say, okay, I know I want that, but what would it look like in detail, right? Like get down to the details, get specific. That's step two. And so one activity that I love recommending for this is scripting. So if you guys haven't heard about scripting, basically it's present moment journaling. So let's say you're trying to manifest a romantic partner and you have gotten clear, quote unquote, about what that partner would look like, but you just made a list, right? You're like, okay, this guy would be this age range. He would be this height. He would be this, this, this. Okay, like maybe that seems like it's, specific to you but when you're doing present moment journaling what you're doing is you're envisioning yourself as if you were already in that relationship so what that would look like is writing in the present tense as if you were journaling what that experience would be so for example it could sound something like I'm so grateful for my boyfriend because he is so sweet he is literally so kind he's also in my case, let's say. He's also Brazilian and our communication is one of the best parts of our relationship. We talk openly about so many different things and I feel so safe and heard and seen when I'm around him and we make a conscious effort to go on romantic dates every now and then. We'll cook for each other. We'll work out together. And I just love that we're both committed to our growth. Onwards and onwards and onwards. That's how clear you can get. That's how specific you can get in this exercise. So writing in the present tense and getting as clear, as detailed as possible. And what this activates is it helps you visualize, it helps you get into what that experience would be and really feel into what it would be like, right? It helps you activate what do you want to feel like in this relationship, for example? What do you want to feel like in this job, in this home, in this city, in this friend group, whatever it is? It helps you just see and feel and connect with that experience in as much depth as possible. So that is such a powerful exercise. And the funny thing is that when I did that course that I was telling you guys about, the Becoming the One course, that was one of the journaling exercises that we did at the very end. So I basically wrote out in detail what my dream relationship would be. And I remember reading this entry like a few months into Dating Pedro and I almost started crying because I realized how I had literally manifested that. And I just think it's such a powerful exercise. But again, to get to a scripting exercise, you have to first know what it is that you want. And I actually haven't scripted that many more times after doing the romantic relationship scripting. And the reason why was because for a little while, I felt like I had manifested a lot of things that I wanted and I wasn't sure what I wanted next. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to manifest. So I kind of detached a little bit from this practice, but so many different people who I know have done this practice and it literally works every time. So highly recommend trying out scripting. And another reason why scripting is really powerful is that it basically helps you connect your desire, your manifestation with your subconscious mind. In case you don't know, the subconscious mind is basically like 95% of your brain. The rest, like the 5%, is the conscious mind. It's what you're aware of. It's your thoughts. It's the part of your brain that you can pinpoint like, oh, I'm thinking this, I'm thinking that. Your subconscious mind, it's underneath that. And maybe you're not even aware of all the things that are stored in your subconscious mind. But one truth, and I learned this from the book, The Power of the Subconscious Mind, is that the subconscious mind is literally 
going to respond to whatever you tell it. And so when you write in the present tense what it is that you want to be living out, you're basically commanding your subconscious mind to attract situations where that is going to be the reality that you're reflected. So that's why it's such a powerful exercise because it really helps you imprint this reality into your subconscious mind. It's almost like you're ordering your subconscious mind to attract that. So that's really cool. And again, the reason why that works is because you're putting yourself in the present moment. It's as if you're living it right now. So it's as if you're telling your subconscious mind, like, this is my reality mirrored back to me in my real world, this specific situation, this specific relationship, this specific home, this specific life. So that's step number two. Get as specific as you can and write it out. Writing is just such a powerful tool. It's crazy and it's not talked about enough, I think. So that's step number two. Step number three is taking step number two in the scripting practice one step further. This part is really interesting and this is from the visualization aspect, right? The visualization aspect comes from either closing your eyes and actually seeing what it would look like, like visualizing what that scripting journaling kind of entry that you wrote what that would look like if you close your eyes like what would it feel like what would it smell like what would you see and that is so powerful and you can do this like right as you're falling asleep after you do the scripting practice in a meditation like there's a ton of visualization meditations on youtube that you can check out so that's one way and then the second way you can kind of practice the visualizing is through a vision board as well because when you're able to put images and words on a piece of paper, on a collage, on a montage, like that is imprinting in your subconscious mind, again, even more details, even more information, even more of a description of what it is that you want. And the key here, it's not only that you're taking your kind of like description and the clarity that you're creating a step further. What you're really doing here is that you are strengthening the muscle inside of you to actually believe that this is possible. And the best way to actually believe that something is possible is to visualize, okay, if this is possible, what would it look like, right? What would it feel like? What would the visuals that it brings into my life be? But even more so than like making a vision board and just like, you know, going on Pinterest and finding pictures or doing a visualization meditation, like you actually have to have tinkerbell strength belief in that like you have to actually believe that that is possible right i was talking to another friend recently who has to move apartments and she is currently living with two roommates and then she's gonna move out and have her own apartment and she has to move in like a month and a half so she's starting her new york apartment search process and we were talking about this and i told her okay you want this apartment, you want it in the East Village, you want a single apartment. What are the things that matter to you most in this apartment, right? Is it the space? Does it have to have an elevator? Does it have to have a certain style of like architecture or design? Like, do you want the brick walls? Do you care about where in the East Village it's in? So I was asking her all these questions to help her get specific. But then I had to actually then ask her if after that, do you believe that this apartment exists in the East Village? Like, do you actually believe that this apartment is out there and that it's going to be freed up for you to live in it. And she was like, yeah, 
Like, I really believe that. So you have to strengthen that belief. You have to literally put your Tinkerbell hat on and say, yes, this is possible. And I think a lot of the time, this is a step that really gets in the way of people achieving what they want or attracting what they want because subconsciously or deep down, you have this belief that it actually isn't possible for you. Let's say you want to be a content creator and you want that to be your job, but deep down, you have all these fears and all this like mental fog of oh but like I actually don't think it's possible or you're actually not visualizing okay if you were a full-time content creator what would that life look like right what would you be doing on a day-to-day basis how would you be living your life what would your routine be you have to actually visualize and you have to see what it would look like in your mind's eye or through like a collage or something but you most importantly have to believe that that path is possible for you you have to actually believe that you deserve a really beautiful life that you deserve success in your career that you deserve to feel fulfilled in your job that you deserve a relationship that makes your heart warm that makes you feel safe you have to believe that you deserve a really beautiful apartment or a light-filled space or friends that support you if you don't have that belief there you're getting in your own way And it's going to be really, really hard to attract that because the emotional piece isn't going to be there. So this is probably one of the most pivotal parts of the manifestation process. And if you're not able to master this, it's going to be very, very challenging for you to reach the next step. And the next step is releasing control. When we get really clear on what we want, we see it. We're like, okay, this is possible for me. I believe it to be possible. It can cause you to get very emotionally attached to that manifestation. And it can also cause you to feel very impatient, right? It can cause you to feel like, oh, okay, I know I want this. And I feel so frustrated because my current reality is nothing like what I want it to be. And it feels so far away from that other reality that I want to be in. And I want it now. Like, ah, like you're like so stressed out and you have this like grip on life. Like you have this grip on the manifestation and you don't want to let it go. But the thing is that when it comes to manifesting, you're really only in charge of a few things. The what and the why. You're not in charge of the how. You're not in charge of the when. And you are not in charge of the where. Where it's going to happen, how exactly it's going to play out. That is none of your business. And that's also pretty much impossible, like very, very hard for you to actually know. And I'll give an example from my own life. When I decided that I was going to move out of my previous apartment with Pedro and we knew we were going to move to a new apartment, we got really clear on what it is that we wanted, right? And I remember I literally said, I really want us to find an apartment in Brooklyn. I really want it to be a two-bedroom so I can have an office and I can separate my work from my life and like my home space. That was my why, right? Why I wanted a second bedroom. I really wanted to have a doorman, to have elevator. I really wanted a lot of light. I wanted it to be south facing. I wanted to feel safe and to, you know, have like infrastructure in the building, a gym, ideally like a roof or like some outdoor space. And I knew I wanted it to be in Brooklyn. So I knew that this is all that I wanted. I remember I said this to Pedro and he was like, well, that like seems like really hard. Like, I don't think that actually exists. And I said to him, I am sure that it exists. Like, I know, I really strongly believe that it does. But I also said to him, like, I don't have to force it, though, because I said this to him in, like, September, October of the fall of last year, right? So September, October 2022, and we were only going to move out of our previous apartment in, like, 
March, February. So I had gotten really clear with the universe on what I wanted pretty far in advance. I was like, universe, like, I know that this apartment exists. And I know that we're going to find it in the price range that we want, in the timeline that we need. And I trust you. <laughs> and I kind of released it. And that is exactly the apartment that we attracted. Because when the time came around, when I started then going on my search, you know, going on Street Easy, looking up the things, and, you know, getting the search going, the apartment popped up and it worked out. And so I had to release that though, right? I wasn't over worrying about like where exactly in Brooklyn it was going to be or even like how it was going to come up into my life or when at which point in the search. Like I just knew that that apartment existed. I knew why I wanted that apartment and I trusted the universe. And what I always say is you have to have the belief and the almost like surrender to the universe that you would have with like Amazon, right? When you place an Amazon order, especially if you have like Amazon Prime, you know that the order is going to come, right? Like, you know, once you've placed that order on Amazon that you can pretty much trust that it's going to arrive on time. Like if it tells you, okay, your delivery is expected next Wednesday, it usually arrives next Wednesday, right? You don't have to go on the Amazon app and be like refreshing and refreshing and like, worrying like oh my gosh the order not go through oh my god like what if the driver doesn't come you know it's gonna come like you have that trust with amazon so you kind of just release and that's the same energy you need to bring into your manifestations with the universe and another example i always use is a coffee shop when you go and you place your order in the coffee shop you paid for your coffee the barista like wrote down exactly what you want you don't keep going up to the barista counter and saying like, hey, like, did you actually write down my order right? Like, do you actually have oat milk today? Like, no, you just place your order, you go, you sit down and then you wait for your order to arrive or for the barista to call your name and you go and you pick up your coffee. So you need to have this same energy with the universe. You have to learn how to let go of control. And I know a lot of baddies out there and a lot of wellness girlies like, I know sometimes we have a little bit of a hard time with control, right? We have a little bit of a tough grip on what we want. And letting go of control can be really, really hard. And it can be especially hard when you're like, I want to let go of control. Like, you know you probably should let go of control, but you like also at the same time can't. Like, I understand. I've been there. But it really is. Like, it's such a key. So I feel like that's really important. And last example to just really anchor the point in here. Think about your best friend, like your closest, closest friend. I'm sure, you know, when you were a little kid or whatever, you like wanted a best friend. But could you ever, ever, ever imagine how you met that best friend? Like, could you have ever literally stated like, I'm going to meet my best friend in this day and in this way when we're doing X, Y, and Z and my best friend's going to look like this. Like, no, right? Certain things, they just come into your life and like most things in your life, you cannot predict exactly how things happen, when things happen or where. So just let go of that and focus your energy on what you can control. Okay, next step, step number five. It's our last step. I think I'm going to add a bonus six step after but step number five is also so freaking important and this is something that I have learned a lot especially very recently and over time and it is a law of detachment it's really funny how the law of detachment works but when we stop 
feeling like her life depends on a manifestation coming true. Like when you're able to feel totally fine without it, that's when the manifestation comes true. (laughs) And it's so contradictory. It's so bizarre, but it's one of the biggest truths I have ever experienced in my life. When we are trying to manifest something, we have to have this detachment energy throughout the manifestation. And what that looks like more tangibly is like, either way, I'm fine, right? In, for example, my friend's case where she's searching for her apartment. I was like, either way, like you are fine. Like you're going to find your apartment. Like I have no doubt that you will. But if you don't find this exact apartment, you're going to be fine. You're going to find another one that's probably even better. Or you're going to figure something out and maybe you're going to have a roommate or like some other situation is going to happen and it's going to be better than you can even imagine. But obviously, ideally, you would find the apartment that you want and that's what's going to play out. But you have to have this like detached, chill girl energy with it. And it's so funny to me how this actually has played out in my life and it has happened so many times like a silly example is sometimes I'll post a TikTok or a reel or something and I'm just put my phone away or I'm like really busy right after or my phone dies or I'm not checking my phone for many hours that video is the one that blows up and it's not that I'm like consciously like let me go put my phone away so that I'm not checking how it's performing like it's just like an organic detachment Because I went and I went to go work out or I went and I was doing something else. And then that's the exact moment when those videos go viral or blow up or reach more people. And I just think it's so funny. Another example is like, let's say I make a video and I'm like really overworried about it. And I'm like overthinking it. It usually doesn't perform very well. And in other cases, when I've made a video and I know it's really great and it was super flowy and organic and I just posted it, I'm like, you know what? Either way, this video is great. If it reaches a lot of people, if it doesn't reach a lot of people, either way, it's fine because I know I feel proud of this piece of content. That's also another situation where the video performs well. And another scenario where I can think of that this is like easily demonstrated is like if a brand reaches out to me to send me like, some product or something like a PR outreach and they just say like hey Carolina we love your content would love to send you some I don't know matcha to try out and let us know what you think like no pressure to post at all no strings attached most times one in those situations the product is actually really really good and because they were like no strings attached like don't worry like we just want to gift you something I'm so much more likely to go and post about it But if instead a brand reaches out and they're like, hey, Carolina, we love your content. We'd love to send you this matcha in exchange for like three TikToks and a story shout out for free. I'm like, "Um, I'm not so sure about that. Like, I don't know. I feel this resistance against it. So I've experienced it on both ends, right? Like on the side of me being the detached one and also receiving detachment from someone else or a brand or something like that. And It's just really interesting how that happens like energetically. And so the more that you're able to bring this energy into whatever it is that you're manifesting and just remind yourself, like say out loud, like either way, I'm fine. The more you have this attitude, the more you're setting yourself up for success and the better your manifestations are going to turn out. And that is step number five. Now, step number six, which I wanted to include, is aligned action, right? Once you've gotten really clear on what it is that you want, you've gotten super specific on what that would look like. You visualized it, you wrote it down, you see what it would look like in your mind's eye, and you genuinely believe that 
that thing belongs to you. Like you will attract it no matter what. Like you're meant to have that experience. You know, you know what you want, you know why you want it, but you're not completely worried about when it's going to come into your life. And you also know that either way you're fine. Like you have this detachment. The next best step is aligned action is, okay, now that I know what I want and I trust that the universe will collaborate with me to bring it into my reality, what can I do to move the needle in that direction, right? Manifestation is a lot easier when you're not just like sitting down and just waiting, like counting, you know, the ticks in the clock and just waiting for it to fall into your lap. Manifestation, it happens way, way faster and also with way more ease and way more fun and way more passion from you when you also start taking steps towards that thing, right? In obviously moderation and in the right ways. So with my apartment search example, my steps was, okay, I identified what I wanted in the apartment and all of that. But then when the time came, I went and I was on Street Easy, which is the site in New York that you use to find apartments. And I was looking and I was messaging brokers and I was being proactive and I was looking a little bit ahead of time and I was seeking action. But I also had to take a step back sometimes and just say, okay, I did what I could. Now let me wait. Let me wait for the brokers to answer me. Let me wait for Street Easy to get back to me. Let me wait to see how this plays out. Let me wait for the virtual tour or the in-person tour. So you have to have this like right balance, push and this pull between trusting the universe, trusting your timing, and also taking the right steps and getting the ball rolling on your end too. So that is Carolina's Guide to Manifestation. Those are the five steps that I recommend that you consider and keep in mind if you're trying to manifest something into your life. I think now too that we're entering into spring, it's the perfect time to start thinking about what you want to bring into your life this year. We're also in a new month. It's the beginning of April. So perfect time to also think about what do you want for the next month? What do you want going into spring and summer? What's something you want to attract into your life? And really be mindful of these steps and like try them out. And if you do try them out, please let me know and let me know if they work for you because I would be so excited if I help you guys achieve like your dreams and your manifestations and the things that you really want for yourselves because I don't know, that would just fill me with so much purpose and fulfillment to know that I was able to have an impact into your own journey and help you achieve all the things that you deserve. So that's everything for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend who you think might need it or who's looking into manifesting. Share it on your story if you want. And if you do, make sure to tag me at the Carolina Lifestyle or at innergrowth.co on Instagram. And if the podcast is helping you too, it would mean the world to me if you took a moment to either add a five-star review on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, just writing a review or dropping a comment if you're watching on YouTube. And I hope to see you guys next week for more episodes. As you guys know, we're doing two episodes a week for the next couple of months. So you can find guest episodes on Mondays and solo episodes on Thursdays. And I hope you have an amazing weekend. Remember to water yourself. Remember to show up for yourself. Give to yourself give to your wellness, show up for the practices that you know make you feel good and everything will fall into place. I'm rooting for you. Love you so much and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.